We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's a he did it? I knew you were going to do it, Barrett. I still let you say one, even though we've gone over why you don't need to say one when I'm counting in from five. It's the Backliners podcast, everyone. It's Agro and Barra. Uh, it's young man Dolson hopping along for the ride as well. Rocking a Bruins jersey because the Bruins are playing in a playoff game tonight. Um, who, who, are you, who are they playing, Dave? Oh, why is it? Why are, no, no, hold on. No, you, you can keep talking if you want, but no one can hear any of you. Um, well, I can, but the stream cannot for some reason. That's odd. Why can't the stream hear you guys? Hmm. I thought I did, uh, but apparently not. How about Is this an ad read bit? Oh, here we go. No, it isn't an ad read bit. That would have been good. Oh, (laughs) I would have fell for it if it was. Oh, I should (laughs) have. You had me like hook, line, and sinker. Guys, there's (laughs) no one who can hear you. Um... Is your cell service bad? Oh my god, dude! I literally just figured it out, Dave. I just oh. put it together. How good would that have been? My God! <laughs> well, save it for next episode. It's fine. We got. Yeah, the, you, will we got for, the, you will prepared. forget. You will. Forget I will. By them. Yeah. So I'm not super worried. Give about me like 15 minutes, and I'll forget. Honestly. <laughs> I also opened the show by complaining about you saying one Barra, and no one heard you uh-huh. say one. Barra did the thing again, chat, That's... where I was counting down from five, and then he said one. Um. It's just hilarious for me. I love the bit. It's just it's funnier each time, and this is the second time. And it's funnier than it was before. Agro, so we're only you, going up. I wonder how you feel about maybe not the same, but possibly the same. How do you feel about other casters saying "peach it" at the end of the show? Um, it doesn't bother me a whole lot. Okay, I think it's fine. Oh, I, I never say it for what it's worth because that's not. Well, my I know job. it's it's only Mifflin, right? That's what I had, if I had to guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> might literally only be Mifflin. Yeah, that's that's kind of to be expected. Um, sure. Okay. But I didn't know that. Like you know, you counting the show in, you kind of have that market cornered. I don't know if you you felt like you had. Well, the, it's, but I don't, Dave. As someone who's in the industry, you know that that is standard practice, right? We're counting in. And right. You don't say one. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Or zero. Leave really. the last number out. Right. Because right. the mics are going live. So, right, because and you can't, you don't want to hear the one. Right, exactly. Oh, I forgot that uh, Tony said my mic was too far away last time. So now I am moving it up and making you all hear these horrible scraping yeah. sounds. Um, I got to crank you down a little bit. Goodness. There we go. How's how's that? Am I louder now? 
Actually, I might yeah, have turned so it away great. from my face. Who knows what's happening? Not me. Um, and that's I sure the, don't. And that's the theme <laughs> of today's episode because um, I did not watch a single game of this mm-hmm. weekend's SPL. I was traveling. Um, I wish I could have watched, but I was uh, traveling, as I just said. Um, oh my god you guys all right mrs ma is gonna have to just tune out because i gotta go we we of course have to lead with some non-smite talk yeah can i tell you about how terrible my sunday was my yesterday uh that's why my brain is so absolutely fried yeah so so my saturday uh obviously fantastic you know we're we're in pittsburgh for Mm -hmm. a wedding one of our great friends who we've known forever gets married i get to see a bunch of my old high school friends i haven't seen in a long time have a great time have a lot of drinks uh as one as As you do at a wedding as you do at a wedding right Mm -hmm. Oh, there's Ramsey. Oh my goodness, Ramsey. she's so cute. This is a good podcast. Sorry, she wanted to. She wanted to join. Oh, she. Is yeah, I don't so blame sweet. her. Um, and so I'm obviously because I'm old now. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm hungover on Sunday, uh, and I knew I was. And so you're still hungover today. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, physically, I definitely am, uh, and mentally. So yeah, I guess that's both. Um, that's that's, that's yeah, both sides. That is of the hungover. Court. Yeah, that's what hungover means, I guess. Uh, and I go, so I go, um, we, we stay at a hotel and mm-hmm. I thought our flight was at 1120 AM and that means you have to get up pretty early, yep. right? Cause you have to get through mm-hmm. security and all that kind of stuff. Oh, hi, Mackenzie. Did Joe Hello. let you in so you could say hi to Ramsey? Come here. <laughs> she likes being picked up, but she doesn't want to get close enough to get picked up a lot of the time. Ramsey, come here. Your Mackenzie friend. and Ramsey stayed together this Mac. weekend. I was going to say that Dave has come through big for me, not just today, uh, oh. by coming on the podcast, but this weekend, All by right. spending time with uh, with Mackenzie and watching her. In it was fact, a dream. It was an absolute dream. I have her report card. Report, report card. card. Yeah, what? Report. P-A-W. Right. T. Oh, no. Card for <laughs> Mackenzie for Mackenzie Jude. That's her, yeah. that's her name. Uh, in Friendship. She got an A plus. Yeah, uh, that was good, boo boo. In being mean class, she got an F. Oh, she failed at being mean. That's not no good. We do not accept failures. <laughs> That's in this terrible. Class. Okay, you're gonna be better at being mean. I'm gonna teach you. Don't worry, you won't get an F next time. At being the best, she got another A plus, guys. Uh, she got another A plus. At bedtime cuddles. She got an A plus. That's good. That's wow. Good. That's really good. Um, and at wrestling, she got an A plus. So not just good wow. uh, in the behavior classes, but in the physical, the, the phys ed mm-hmm. You're right. uh, department as well. <laughs> um, and then notes: Mackenzie is slash was a saint and is welcome to come mm-hmm. wear down Ramsey anytime. So you got to. I don't know if I used the right wear. Um, Do you know if I used the right wear? Like I, sp- yeah, I think I did W E A. Yeah, W-E-A-R. Is that the right Dave, one? That is mm-hmm. so funny that you are still, you're still self-conscious about using the right where to the point where you remember which spelling you went with. Which I'm not sure. I mean. If you weren't sure if you were right. Because that's the so same funny. one as like wearing a shirt, right? And it just felt weird. To... Um, That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. Mackenzie was right. Though, Ramsey, Ramsey's the type where like when she sees me brushing my teeth. She knows that it's about to be bedtime, and so I'll walk around the corner into my bedroom, and Ramsey will be laying on the bed, like, where I sleep, because right. she knows that I, like, 
wrestle with her for a second, W-H-E-R-E. but then she always jumps off. Right, where? Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Mackenzie was the type who would sit and wait, and then when I got in bed, Mackenzie would, would just jump in bed and just right. stay there all night. Um, yes. And so I got I got to experience both, and that was great. That sounds absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful. A+. Plus. Um, but yeah, thank you so cool. much for, for watching. <laughs> she, she loved it. Of course. Uh, <clears throat> also, yeah, so back to my story about not smite uh, before mm. I was... Uh, yeah, right. Before I was yeah, sidetracked by my dog. Um, so Sunday I wake up, I thought our flight was at 11.20 a.m. So I set a very early alarm for like 7 a.m. in order to get to the airport. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, I realize I haven't checked into my flight yet. And it's uh, and so I look at the tickets and it's not until 1.30 p.m. Um, mm. So I've woken up too early. Mm-hmm. Two I hours too early. Really. Yeah, two hours too early. I go back to sleep for a little bit, but only for a little bit because then Joe wakes me up appropriately and says yo we're in the the pittsburgh marathon is happening today and i looked at the marathon route and it goes around our hotel so no cars can get in through the marathon route and the marathon doesn't end until like (laughs) they don't open these roads until like 2 p.m so can I'm you like, not go across the road? And the and you're viciously can, hungover. And I'm viciously hungover. So the cars can't. <laughs> oh. But I'm like hungover, tired brain, like that just woke <laughs> up but didn't get a lot of good sleep. And I'm like trying to think about how we can do this. And it's just not coming to me. Yep. And eventually we just decide that we have to take our luggage and walk outside uh-huh. the, the marathon route so that we can get picked up by like an Uber or a family member or something like that. And it's not super clear where the marathon, like the, the map of the marathon route is not particularly accurate, it turns out, to where sure. these roads actually mm-hmm. are. And we have to end up walking like a mile and a half. Um, Goodness. V- carrying all of our luggage. Very hungover. Uh, yeah, it sounds not a great part of That's town. That's terrible. Because um, we walked the way away from like where we should have walked, probably. Um, ah. And I was exhausted I have, from that. Yeah, I, was I um, exhausted. I don't envy that. I do have I have a very relevant story, but it is it is similarly off topic. So I'll let you guys decide if you. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, the whole like twenty minutes of this podcast. Right. Like, okay, we actually aren't allowed contractually. Um, mm-hmm. We are not a allowed to talk about um, Smite in the first fifteen minutes. Right. Okay. And great. B, we have to tell you about how great Mint Mobile is. <laughs> Every Wait, episode. I can't hear you. What are we talking? <laughs> yeah, it's about Mint Mobile. Uh, yeah. You couldn't hear me earlier because I wasn't using the largest 5G network in the nation with some uh-huh. absolutely great service. Listen, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, they put that in Ugh. quotes, by the way, big wireless. Huge. Um, it's like, uh, Dave, Meerkat was really into saying that he didn't like that you were shoving big chair down everyone's throat the maxonomic <laughs> oh era. during my maxonomic days got it yeah the maxonomic era if you will um <laughs> but yeah big wireless uh and if we've learned anything it's that there's always a catch so when i first heard that mint mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month i thought what's the catch yeah but after talking be. to them and using their service it all made sense there isn't one there's no catch it's like a t-ball game for people what? who aren't very athletic. And there's no catcher. Oh. No one's going to oh. catch it. Yeah. No, there isn't a catch. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
It's just like uh -huh. that, Farah. That there's no catch. Oh, um, I have such an on-topic on story for this as well. But keep going. Oh, such a good joke. Thank you. But, uh, all right, I already read that part of the line. Uh, here we go. Midmobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings on to you directly. And as someone mm -hmm. who is involved with the show, who has been covered in sweet savings for a long time now, Barrett, tell them how sweet it is. It is absolutely amazing to support my two favorite Ryans in the entire world. One of them's me, guys. One of them's and me. Nice. It's not. It's not Ryan. It's not this Ryan. It's. Uh, I actually don't know another Ryan off the top of my head. It is you, Ryan. Nice. I it's, it's me. Another Ryan. It's... I have a good friend named Ryan. Yeah, me, guys. It's me. <laughs> That's it's, not that Ryan. <laughs> what? <laughs> so if you need another one, you can use mine if you want. Dolson's best friend Ryan there is my <laughs> new favorite Ryan. <laughs> Absolutely love that guy. Yeah, it's super easy to sign up for. Is super cheap. Uh, there's literally no negatives, as Agro said, and yeah, if if you're not signed up already, just go sign up. It takes two seconds, it comes straight to your door, you swap over plans in literally like five minutes, and you save like at least 30 bucks a month. Destiny saved 260 for the entire year, so uh, pretty good savings, pretty good savings. Pretty good savings, if you ask yeah. me. That'll, uh, that'll do it. That'll get you... At least a couple nights in a hotel that is then blocked off by a, mm -hmm. by a marathon route. Um, yep. At least. T trust me. Uh, Dolson, <laughs> did you want to give story okay. one and then story two? Or? Wait, hold yeah, on. Sure. We, haven't um, we haven't finished telling him where to go in order to get this great, all right. great savings. <laughs> oh, I thought you did. No. Thought, is this your what, first What do you ad? mean? Here's how it goes. That's, I intro you, with, the, with a surprising and witty intro, okay? Yeah, then uh -huh. I talk a little bit about why Mint Mobile is able to give you these great deals. Like things right. like cutting mm -hmm. out the retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly onto you. Then I go, Barra, why don't you tell the people about how great Mint Mobile is? And then you spend yeah, a I few did. minutes. Right. I, I know you did. We, we just did it. Um, but then it comes back <laughs> to me and uh, I tell sorry. them a few more well, things. A lot. We could just let... No, 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 no. You stop. You stop. Just let Dolson finish it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dave. but I don't know where to go. Where do I go, right? I mean, I don't know where to tell him to go. Well, first of all, uh, Dave, why don't you give me some of your... How about we do it this way? How about you give me some of your concerns <laughs> with switching to Mint Mobile? Like, what would potentially prevent you um, from switching to Mint Mobile? There's a well, lot we're of selling trust. it to him on the this spot. This is really me testing my, my chemistry with Dave and if we still got it. If he knows <laughs> what I'm thinking that he should ask right now. This is, this is um, a good casting I would, exercise. I would... I would... I would be concerned that it's difficult to sign up for. Mm, you're so stupid, you absolute <laughs> <moron>. <laughs> It's so easy. It's actually so easy. It just takes a few minutes. You just go online. You don't have to talk to anyone about it. You just plug it in. That's right. And there you go. Well, yeah, but you aren't right because it isn't hard, you know? Some people well, might be Well, that's what I would that. be concerned about. You asked me what my concern oh, would okay, be. okay, that's fair. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. I did it wrong. What's another concern you might have, Dave? <laughs> so sorry he just harassed yeah, you as that. our guest on the podcast. Yes. No, I'm I already so got sorry. one right. I'm quitting while I'm ahead. I quit. Well, Dave, like, wouldn't you be worried that you wouldn't have your phone anymore? You'd have to, like, change phones, and those are expensive? Yeah, that'd be horrific. I need my phone. Dave, you're so stupid to think you'd have to change phones. <laughs> why, would you why would you think that, man? You get to keep the same phone with all of your existing contacts, Dave. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it at all. Uh, so if, you, if you're smarter 
Okay, I don't want to keep going with this bit. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, Goodness. I'm sorry. He can that. pay for therapy once he swaps over, so that's perfect. That is true. Uh, this will help with your therapy. Nah, Susan's cheap. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Shout out insurance, baby. To get your new wireless <laughs> plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped straight Goodness. to your door for free, go to midmobile.com slash backliners. That's midmobile.com slash backliners. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash backliners. Dave, thanks so much for helping to contribute to that great ad read. I thought you did a great job. really helped a yeah, lot. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, no, yeah, you're, you're welcome. Uh, you're, you're doing great, buddy. Um, yeah, no, go ahead with your go ahead with either story one or two, Dave. The, the podcast right, so, is so Story two is quicker. Okay. Um, and you, your, your joke about T-ball and stuff made me laugh because you said um, nobody catches anything in T-ball. It's true. So I'll keep this one short. Uh, it was like the summer between eighth grade... Uh, or no, it was uh, the summer between fifth grade and middle school. So fifth and sixth grade here mm-hmm. in, in the States for, for people from the States. Um, and I was watching uh, a, a weekend of, of Red Sox baseball. We went and visited my grandparents. We watched the Red Sox series that weekend. Um, and I was like, you know what? I never played baseball. I really want to try it. Uh, maybe I'll make it to the majors one day. And I'm like already in like middle school and I've never played baseball once in my life. Right, um, and I'm like, God, I want to be out there on the, the field under the lights. That'd be sweet. Uh, and so like weeks later I went out for tryouts and it was like the rec league where all the kids who are actually like on actual teams, like will also play like during the summer, it was like their so summer you, league. So you had never played organized baseball before and you tried no, to, never in my life. You tried to try out for what is the equivalent of like sixth well, grade varsity. To, let me, let me rephrase tryout. It was, um, a, it was a, a, a placing event to so, like, People who are bad at baseball okay. would also go and they, 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 they evaluation is a better word. Gotcha. Um, okay. And so they, you know, they put the crap kids on the team with the really good kids. Right. Um, and so you go up and like the pitching machine or, or no, like a guy like underhands you a few baseballs to see if you can hit them. And, and right. I hit all those. And I was like, oh, I'm killing it. Oh, you're not. And they stick you at shortstop and the coach hits like the little like one arm dingers yeah, towards you to see if you can ground mm-hmm. them. And I grab those and I'm thinking they're going to put me on a team with a bunch of I can't swear. A bunch of crap kids, uh-huh. and because uh, I'm oh. looking, I'm looking at an A plus. I'm, I'm hitting them all and I'm grounding them all. So they stick me out to the outfield. Uh-huh. Um, and mind you, you know, there's like ten teams, and so there's like three coaches per team. There's like thirty like middle aged men on like folding lawn chairs out in the middle of this baseball field, watching the kids mm-hmm. go through their evaluation. Um, and so I get to the fly ball portion. They put it in one of those machines that launches them way up in the air. Oh, I love those. Uh, and and I learned that day I don't know how to track a fly ball um, very effectively. <laughs> and it gets worse. It's not like I just missed them. Uh-huh. I was good enough to get underneath them, uh-huh. but I completely lost them. And I kid you not, three in a row hit me square on the top of my head <laughs> out in the middle of the outfield. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like tracking this thing. I'm underneath it. And like my glove's right here and it flies right over and doinks me straight on the noggin yep. and bounces off. And I'm like, surely that doesn't happen again. Like tears welling up in my eyes. Not <laughs> yeah, from the pain, hurts. but from the embarrassment. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's more appropriate for you, yeah. I mean, I'm sure from the pain as well. But like, yeah. all right, second one flying in. Like all the other coaches are like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. You'll get the next one. I'm like underneath. I'm like, yeah, I could do this. Sec- same thing. This time like forehead instead of the top of my head. <laughs> um, oh. By the time the third ball comes in, I'm like, tears are streaming down my face. I was on top of the world hitting and, you know, fielding the, the infield balls. And then uh, three in a row doink me on the head. And I got placed with really good players. And that's nice. when I knew that they <laughs> they knew they, I was the, oh. And I ended up actually having a lot of fun. Um, but in that, moment, in that moment, um, I was I was maybe the most embarrassed I've ever been in my entire life. Dave, um, uh, uh, if I were one of those scouts – 
here's how I know I'd be a great scout, okay? Yeah. I would look at your performance out there, and I'd mm-hmm. go, we stick a baseball glove on that guy's hat, <laughs> we've got yeah. a lot of <laughs> He's under every single one of those bad boys. We That's just perfect. stick one on top, we just tape one to his head. And yep. we've got an all-star on our oh. hands. Yeah, that's um, that's effectively how it would have gone. Now, I will say I did. I got like two hits that like because actual pitchers were for that right. age. Actual pitchers, um, and I got hit in the shin with one ball. I really took the pitch once I learned to stay in the box because at first mm. I was so scared they were going so fast. Right, I kept ducking out of the box. Right, um, so I took a couple of pitches to the shin and got a couple of hits. Um, and I don't want to take up too much more time, but I'll tell the other story, and this one's going to be very quick. Um. I went to University of Georgia, so my good friends went to Go Georgia Tech. That's like an hour and a half away. Go dogs. Um, so my good friends, though, were in fraternities at Georgia Tech, and they would throw, like, spring parties, fall parties, things like that. And we would, we would drive down and hang out. And um, my best friend was, was in one of the fraternities there, so I just I, I slept at the same house. And one of my other friends who came with us, um, he was staying somewhere else. Um, anyway... Yeah, fell asleep not where he was supposed to be that night and then woke up the next morning without you know he was at the fraternity house and realized he had to make it back to where he was supposed to be staying uh but the entire campus had been shut down for like the atlanta marathon mm-hmm. and so no cars were going through that's right my friend has like ripped pants and, and like his oh, shirt no. all dirty and gross and he's like violently hung over and he joins the marathon what <laughs> And this is just the type of guy. He's like he's like very outdoorsy, like rock climby, kayaky type yeah. guy. Like loves, Mar- loves camping, random marathony kind of guy. Random marathony. Like he did that to be able to tell the story and live the experience. Um, ended up running like two miles as a part of this marathon. Not um, I'm sure he blended right in without like one of the stickers or anything right. like that. And he's like clearly, uh, but he just stumbles out of the fraternity house and runs a couple miles, and it happened to run right into where he was trying to go. So those are my two stories. I appreciate. Wow. Uh, I appreciate you giving me the floor. Oh, of course. We're, we're, That's a we're good story. Only, we're only 22 <laughs> minutes in or so. That means we got three more minutes of non-smite talk. You know, that's, oh, that's no. usually the way it goes on, on the podcast. Barry, any stories for you? Because I did think of a story, but I feel like uh, I, I, we've, we've just been telling stories back and forth, and I want to get you involved. Uh, well, my story is just a little sad. I also have a story related to Dolson's baseball story. Uh-huh. Uh, so I grew up watching Chipper Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Braves player. Yeah. A, great, like a, a Braves all-time great? Yeah, and I was like, I want to be just like him. And this was like from probably before elementary school up until elementary school as well. So I like grew up just being a huge fan. And so second grade, uh, my parents signed me up for the rec league as well. Mm-hmm. And I I did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you basically uh, <laughs> Yeah, I did pretty good. But uh, I was the third baseman for my team. Uh-huh. And uh, we lost every game that year. <laughs> Been there. Uh, no. <laughs> and uh, my, my kids in the outfield were making angels. They were laying down just <laughs> doing this with yeah. their arms. Instead of playing the game, yeah. and uh, also I threw over the first baseman's head about fifty percent of the time every time it came yeah. to me. So yeah. I'm not saying it was my fault, but I only struck out once that whole year. So pretty good year for That's me. Really but uh, also to, to that throw was... over the first baseman's head is like a as an eight year old is kind of different. yeah from third. That's not bad. Is getting it there? Oh, wait, skipping right? <laughs> yeah. So I uh, you Young know Barry's got uh, a was... cannon. 
Yeah, and then after that, I lost every game, still got a trophy, and did not sign up again because I was yep. so embarrassed. But yep. my mom did tell me that the coach was looking for me the next year, so mm-hmm. uh, unlucky for that. You I never signed out, up. If you would have stuck it out, that you would have been uh, a professional baseball player. No shot. No shot. Do you think oh, that if your no. outfielders had simply kept on their freaking feet? And not started making <laughs> grass angels out there that you wouldn't have lost yeah. the drive and you could have been Chipper Jones 2.0? That would have been cool. And I was pretty tilted at them doing that at the time. And I remember, okay, I'll, uh, this is a, kind of on topic, but I remember one time, it's kind of related to Dolson's story again, the <laughs> ball like went under the fence yeah, and I was so stressed in the moment that I was like digging it out, but like I was getting tears in my eyes. I'm like the whole team staring at me, and I can't get this ball out from under the fence. One guy, yeah. I was just freaking out there, and I finally got the ball out, and then they just like called it like not a play or whatever because it was yeah whatever. Yeah, out of but play, yeah. when you're a kid, your emotions are just buck yeah. wild. Like you, you will cry at anything. Yeah, so uh, I was very embarrassed. There, I definitely had a. I remember that season. I actually ended up doing pretty well. I remember I, I caught a fly ball during a game. They stuck me in the outfield for some reason. Whoa. Like, they rotated us through the positions. Um, and I actually caught a fly ball for the last out of the inning. And I, wow. that one lives with me forever. I peaked in life in that moment. Um, <laughs> and then, like, literally the next inning, I do remember uh, I went down. And, and it's a traditional, like, grounder. They, they ding it out to me, and it mm-hmm. just rolls right between my legs. And the guy gets, like, an extra oh. base off of it. And, and I'm like, what in the world? And so I felt yeah. that emotion right there where everyone's staring at me while a ball rolls mm-hmm. right between my legs. Um, <laughs> so that was horrific. Guys, do you want to join a, uh, like a, a, a rec baseball league or a rec softball league? It has, it I, so need to, I need to I be guaranteed. Play. I need to be guaranteed that the other people are just trying to have fun and not try hard. <laughs> I, did, I did intramural softball in college. Uh-huh. And we go up against a team of like – Clearly, ex like high school varsity baseball players that show up and they got their gloves and their bats and they and they got a bucket of balls and they're warming up and we're all rolling in renting gloves from the the rec hut and, and the only equipment we have is the cooler that all of our beers are stored in and they like nice. put ninety awesome. on us right yeah, we, we we had fun but we just got waxed every time and and I don't know I I want to I want to be in a league where the other team is drinking also. So yeah, I would be yeah, down if we can if we can get the vibe of the league in check. Do you yeah. think that we could convince okay. like enough? Wait, is this the best idea I've ever had? What we've got? Probably. How many pros local in Georgia? Forty. We got a lot a of people. Bar. We could we make an SPL entire. League. We could have an SPL league for every sport, bro. We could rotate sports True. each week. We could we could you know everyone's into pickleball. We'll play a bunch of pickleball. I love that. Yep. You know, we got tennis, basketball, There's a men's soccer, lacrosse league. What? Sure. I know it's your thing, Dave. I'll, I'll figure yeah. it out, I guess. Uh, yeah. That would be so fun to just have like a, a, a smite. That would be fun. A smite pro- well, I mean, we could get the just like high res in general. You know, there's a lot of people at high res. We could easily get a league going with just who, who do you think has the, like if we're playing kickball, who do you think has the biggest leg cannon in the league? Mike. You think yeah, Mike drills one? Probably. Yeah, I yeah. bet he can yeah. wind up and just – he pops the mm-hmm. ball when he kicks it. Counts as an automatic uh, great. He knocks play. someone out if he hits him, 100%. <laughs> yeah, Mike is definitely, like, one of the top overall picks in basically every sport, I'd yep. say. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, if you, could, if you could maybe convince uh, them to move SPL off of the weekend. <laughs> Thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, tag me in. That's I'm cool with that. Yeah, that would uh that would be kind of interesting and crazy. Uh, what year did we? Dude. What year? What year did we have SPL on not weekend? It oh, was, by the way, it, Sam would be a uh, Sam for soccer. <laughs> Sam for uh, soccer also yeah. a top tier, no matter the sport. Uh, pick yeah, he'd be for sure. He is, um, he is really athletic. The last time Agro, I believe, was um when when I was on Paladins for the first year. So that'd have been season six of Smite. When Paladins had our LAN league, and you guys had your LAN league, and that was DreamHack mm-hmm. Atlanta year, we did Monday to Friday yep. um, broadcast, and then from season seven, eight, and now nine, we've been. I don't know if you guys did weekends prior to all of that, but we've been on back on weekends for three years. Yeah, I, I don't I know honestly... if we did two years of no weekends or one year of no weekends because it was weekends every other year besides that. I think, yeah, I think I remember... it was the only year, Barry. Do you remember? I want to say the earlier, there was like one year where we were playing like on a Wednesday, but that might have been the year that we were getting DDoS and it had to be pre-recorded. Oh, uh, yeah, that might have been like season one, season two. I mean, not the yeah, spoiler I mean, season... thing that happened seven years ago, but, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah season... Okay. everyone knows people got DDoS. Season six yeah. was the last Monday to Friday. Yeah. Um, But I don't know about before that. Well, I'm in favor because I'm off on the weekends, so that'll let me sure. hang with the boys more often. Yeah, it'd be um, cool to, uh, you know, not be busy seven days straight. I'm just saying that's that would be interesting. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what's life like. Out of- <laughs> it's pretty good, guys. Uh, someone who's working during Monday to Friday for the first time in their whole life. I've never had a Monday to Friday uh-huh. schedule before. Uh, good on you. It's fun. Yeah, I like good it. Good on you. But, you know, there are, there are advantages to the SPL. Like, you got to watch... And be a part of the awesome <laughs> nice. Masters oh, Siege. Here we go. Nice. Good job. And we're right in there. Only in, we're only 30 minutes into the podcast. Mrs. Ma can tune back in now. She's just going to be my gonna... poster child for people who don't want to <laughs> listen to non-Smite content. Is that the, is that the bit there that... that well, Neil told us last week not... that, that his, his mom doesn't... Doesn't she fast forwards to when we start talking about Smite. <laughs> she doesn't care about okay. us. She only right. cares about our Smite opinions. And Actually, also, Vera, most... I think she does care about me. I think she might not care about you. I think that's what I've decided. Respectable and understandable, Miss Moss. So uh, right. I completely respect your opinion. Okay. Great. And also, in the YouTube comments, there's always a comment that says "skip to such and such time for SPL talk." Like they, yeah. there's also a guy in the comments every week that doesn't care about me and Agro talking about we whatever we talk about. So it, you should start doing like an actual like right now. We should just wave our hands and say, "Hey, welcome to the actual." SPL it's a podcast, talk. Dave. That's not just podcast content. We're for the oh, listeners. We're... We need a. <laughs> no, what we do not. need is a soundboard. Number one and number two. On that soundboard, there needs to be a smite talk incoming sort of thing so people know that it's time nuke sound from uh, modern warfare 2 yeah, right. <laughs> yeah exactly. Ooh, that's a good one the, the air sirens go off no we should actually get some th- i'm a big fan of um scrubs number one and during yeah. the pandemic good especially show. great show have either of you listened to the fake Sorry. doctors real friends podcast uh i've not but i've heard no. you talk about it before it's fantastic yeah, you have talked about it um it's really good and they've got theme songs for like every part of their show um Mm. And I'm really jealous of it. I wish we had theme songs um, for every. Maybe party. the maybe the chat and uh, you know any musically inclined people yeah. can uh, you know come up with some songs for us. Maybe yeah, if there's anyone who's watching. musically inclined who can make like a little jingle and catchy little tune and then like you know put a little vocal on it, like oh it's time for the random question of the week or like it's time for Smite. Oh, that'd be sick, actually. Doors, doors watching. How funny would it be oh if God, you just steamrolled so your listeners with like a bagpipe? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> 
please just record a happy, that instead of a happy jingle it's just the bagpipe <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be so good i love i think sm- i think soundboards are just generally very funny um yeah agreed and this would be and this would be a really good use for it so yeah great know, i think that i think that that could be really big for us for sure um mm-hmm. All right, yeah, it's a smite talk alert playing in your ears because we have one of those. Yeah, welcome to the smite talk. Welcome to the... All right, clip that. Clip that right there. That's going on the soundboard. That's going on the soundboard right there. <laughs> Dave saying that. That's what we need. Um, a little music behind it. Perfect. Yeah, a little bit of music behind it. That could be big. So tell me. So I'm looking at the scores here. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I saw on Twitter generally what was going on, but I didn't get a chance to watch any of these. Um, I'm a little. I'm a little surprised overall about the Titans weekend. Uh, only winning two yeah. games over the course of the weekend, getting 3 1 by both the Yeah, Dragons those guys suck. And the Warriors. <laughs> okay, that's not what I was saying. Also, we need that for the soundboard. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, I can think of all these phrases that we use all the time, Barry, like backing off the ledge, you know, like <laughs> that. Well, it's good. You can, you can, can use that those guys suck when we talk about the Dragon's Bolt set at the end of the show. That's great. Oh, <laughs> my God. True. Come on! Oh, that is that insane. What a great You got a lighter right there. Pretty good to see that one. It's for my, it's for my candle. Sure it is. Uh, <laughs> it's for so the <laughs> <laughs> this is now an alpha male podcast. Yeah, lighting well, Dave, a candle. Dave's on it, so of course it's an alpha male podcast. True. That's that's the way it goes. New squat PR today, by the way. New what? Squat PR. Oh yeah, what'd you hit? At two sixty five today. Or no, 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 no. Three sixty five today. Three sixty five today. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I just forgot a hundred pounds. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. Let me multiply that by like half. Yeah. Let me. <laughs> you know, actually, it was four hundred sixty five. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Hey, I got a video and there's a real loud grunt in it. That's all I know. Oh, there you Ooh. go. That's soundboard. <laughs> soundboard material right there, baby. Just Dave. Oh, ah! You know, right in the middle. All right. Right there. Okay. Was that, how close Goodness. was I on the grunt sound, by the way? Well, gonna, rah, like, you got to get the yeah. rah, ah, you got to release at the end of it. Okay. Yeah, at the end of your grunt is the release, and that that's where... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're so sorry, Miss Ma. We're, we're, we're reading there eventually. We We waved our hands and said it's smite time, and we're right, still not and, now, and, and here we are talking about Dave's release after grunting. Um, Gay Dragons and Darius Titans. I told you guys. I don't know if you can say that. Rough, bro. I told you the show was going to be. Uh, Holy. Um, Dragons and Titans. Uh, why, why am I introing this? I don't know what happened. Tell me what happened to someone. You're the host. <laughs> oh my God. What, what's going... Where am I? What's All right. Uh, yeah, Dragons, Titans. Uh, so I was driving to the studios during this set, but basically kind of looked like our set versus Dragons. One team was just better than the other. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I think the way dragons are playing and drafting right now makes it insanely hard to win against them. And uh, I think Paul looked really good on the E set. I mean, he fumbled a gold for your secure and everyone laughed. But outside of that, I think that they could have won, like, I think they could have won the first and second game. Um, but obviously, at the at the uh, end of the second game, I think I was panicking and had to leave, so I was driving. Mm. Uh, but I... Yeah, I think I don't know. dragons are just the way they're drafting around Pagon right now is just so insanely difficult to play into, 
and Titans like us. Like we we even got to watch Dragons play like four games, and we were still not really prepared for what they brought out against us. Mm, interesting. Yeah, Dave, did you did yeah. did you cast this set? What do you? What no, do you I was um, I was in studio for for I think games three and four though. Um, this is this the the last couple games of this set are the ones where Myth always gets on the desk and says he's the hardest to break down. And to be fair to him, um, it actually is the, the the games three and four were sort of tough. Um, the, the Titans really got nothing going. Uh, they were a very fast mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Um, game four in particular was was pretty ugly. Here it was uh, like a twenty, like just over a twenty minute game, if I remember correctly. And the Dragons just kind of wiped him out. Um, Sam, I think Sam has really impressed me on his on his Fenrir picks here recently, and the set was no exception. In game four, he goes 12-2-10. and 10. Uh, There's just something about him and, and that pick that, that ended up looking really good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it just it felt like, I think game one in this set, which was pretty back and forth, that one nearly goes 40 minutes. Um, that was probably, I mean, the, the, the Titans ended up having a really clean game two, uh, to, to bounce back against the Dragons. Dragons only got a couple of kills in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think a little seed was planted in, in, in game number one um, with how long that game went and it kind of slipping away from the Titans. And I will say it felt like a, kind of a return. I know the Dragons have talked a lot about diversifying away from just like steamrolly early game, run it down style of play. And, and they have done so. Um, but it felt like in games three and four, they returned to that style of play a little bit mm-hmm. um we got a sam athena pick which is uh which is always fun that. that's cool um, yeah the uh hachi athena combo is quite deadly as most duo laners to play against because you can't yeah. really get away from that no and you know, it's, it was is like this... bacchus athena and hachiman those three together just they just kind of out rotated the titan yep is um, it is this build correct on the spy pro website sam went book of thoth first item at yep. athena jungle uh Yes, I believe so, and that wasn't that wasn't the last time. Interesting. And he uh, actually, was it was it against you guys, Bear? We'll talk about it later. I think you went Book of Thoth on. Did he? And then he didn't go Breastplate with it. Like uh, that's what I was expecting um, to see a Breastplate alongside it, but he doesn't go Breastplate. He goes bo- he goes Book into Genji's into Poly Divine and Book of the Dead. So it's a mana heavy build. Hmm. With full CDR because he goes Bumba's hammer. Yep. Um, well, I guess he's losing. He's not. He's ten percent short of full. But you've got your Bumba's passive, so it's basically it's a really interesting build. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder why it's Book of Thoth in this spot. I think. Well, again, it's we'll just talk your about most it later. Effective power without without pen. Sorry, I'm just kind of like thinking out loud. Go ahead. No, I mean we're going to talk about it later. It was, I think, it was the last game against you guys, Barrow, where he also did that. But it was on Hebo. Hmm. Um. Yep. Where is that? I don't think he built. I don't think he built Breastplate of Valor. And where is it built? Oh no, he did. Yeah. So when he was on Hebo, he went Thoth, Valor, Divine Ruin, Book of the Dead. So on Hebo, he did mm-hmm. change Breastplate, but um. Yeah, for whatever reason, against the Titans. Oh yeah, I forgot Titans left up Kleena game. That was fun and experimental. Yeah, uh, that character is... Yeah, Kleena, yeah. yeah, that character is still something. That is... She's still yeah, she a character did. that is just fun. She and then... Did. And they didn't build any anti-heal for her at all. 
Well, it's just like you feel awkward committing that those resources into it, but like it's it's she's such a hard character to counter right now, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Well, to counter and punish, like in the early mid stages, it's just I don't know. She's very um, good. Yeah, so, PBM um, looking really good on the Baron into the Emoja. Uh, that's just like a really annoying matchup for the Emoja. Yep. And it's really hard to play into. And I think when I think people are underestimating, in my opinion, how good Baron is right now. I think that character is actually like disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the movement speed increase. Thank on the God. Actually, I love Baron. He's so cool. He's so cool. Agro, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if you'll be able to vouch or not, but I sure. feel like I've I've always dropped like a nugget of Buff Baron over the years of like attending balance yeah. meetings, and it's not all the time, but like before they before this buff rolled through, it'd be like once every three or four balance meetings, I'd just slide a little like Baron Somdi like comment there at the end. You know, I, I wouldn't have much to say the entire time, but then like Buff Baron towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad Mike mm-hmm. likes it because Baron is fun, um, and I'm Baron's glad he can. Fun. Make it work. Yeah, Baron's yeah, like it's fun. really hard to play into Emoja. Like you just, it's you just get locked out of so many of the so many ways you want to play the game. And then our set against Warriors, our game one and game two, we kind of picked lower pressure than they did and kind of got smorked on. And we had like two insanely good comebacks in both games. I think we were down. Yeah. Yeah. Like 6k the first game, and then we had a sick team fight, and then game two, I don't remember how far we were down, but we had another like insanely good team fight. And after that game, I was like, yo, what if we pick pressure? Like, mm. What if we control the pace of the game? And then uh, game three was kind of just a stomp. We kind of just blew him out uh, really quickly. Our, our team fight was just so much better. Mm. Yeah, that was a 19-minute game. That's a quick oh, goodness. No, it does not. That didn't oh, take right. very long. Our game three. Yeah, yeah. Game three is nineteen minutes. Yeah, we we kind of just got the ball rolling and then never stopped. What do you? And... Okay, what's what's your take on on Laz and how he's been playing? Because I like I feel like a lot of the conversation, Vera, that we've had about you guys as a team is is mm-hmm. it feels like Lazbro's been getting more active more early this year. I don't know if you have a similar read. Um, mm-hmm. But on certain picks, I know he, he was like the king of the like level two or three cringe gank or whatever last year. I know that's yeah. what we always talked about with Laz. Do you do you have a feeling that he's changed his early game at all, or, or are we just noticing it now? Maybe. Um, I think he's looking way cleaner on the leads he's getting, and also sure. yes to your point as well. Uh, he's finding the leads way easier than he was before. I think. Like, yeah, like you said, he was doing the cringe gank before, and it was working. Right. But now he's, like, doing that a lot more across the entire map and just finding a lot more openings. I think it's kind of like his game knowledge and gank timing's just kind of evolved a few levels um, between last season and this season. And also, I think, like, my mid-trio is playing, like, insanely well. Um, Well, we had, like, a pretty bad performance against the Dragons, but... I mean, outside of that game, I think my mid trio is playing way better than they were last year, like across the board, and we're we're way more cohesive with our planning and what we're doing on the map uh, between them. So when Vin is like calming as well as he is, and is like direct not directing last, but like helping him out with the pathing and everything, um, I think like they just work so well off of each other. Yeah, that's we we get a very similar read. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone. I saw Twitter or Reddit or something like that, Barry, talking about how you've been popping so far this uh, mm. this phase. What do you think that mm-hmm. you've had a higher level of performance than in recent years or phases, or do you think this is pretty in line? No, it's kind of funny when people say that because it's basically just off of stats that people see. It's like player damage and like KDA. Yep. And I view that stuff as basically meaningless, so I still feel like I'm playing, like, pretty good. Like, I I don't feel like I'm, like, worlds, like, like on my on my worlds kick right now, by any means, but I do feel like I'm playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the major thing that people aren't seeing is, like, how well my front line's playing mm-hmm. and how much room they're giving me in these fights. And also, our target selection is just insane. And mm-hmm. if I feel like my ability to do player damage and to uh, it's, i'm just like free casting a lot more because of how much room i'm getting given mm-hmm. um and also a lot of people are diving then over me so that's why i'm looking really good in the team fights because i'm free casting um i mean honestly like not not to be like oh my gosh it's not me at all it's just my team but yeah it's it's a it's a big mix of both yeah, I mean, no, it's. I think it's always the team, um, to some degree. But you know, you can yeah, be popping where your team's also popping. That that's allowed. I think that's. Uh... Yeah, I think like in in carry roles, it's hard to shine if your team is not doing good. Um, which my yes. team, obviously, right now, I think, I think we are like set for the second place right now. In my opinion, like set pretty firmly. Um, so when my front line's playing this well, like it's just it makes my job so easy. True. Um... Yeah, I always would equate this is this analogy is probably going to be pretty lost on you, Barry. But um, I always equate okay. backline playing well to like having a good or frontline playing well and making your backline's job very easy, mm. equivalent mm-hmm. to the NFL when your offensive line yeah. is just dominant. Um, yeah, you can mm-hmm. put anyone back there who's NFL quality and running back, and they will look really good if your yeah, offensive sure. line is just blowing them off yep. the ball. Um, no, I haven't experienced that in years as no. a Bengals fan. Um, Shut up, Dave. You went to the Super Bowl last year. We've got yeah, but I, okay, but that doesn't mean I haven't experienced or I have experienced good offense. He got a, a, a record number of sacks in the Super uh-huh. Bowl against us, uh-huh. and in the what? Wait, hold on, Dave. I you I thought your mic cut off. I'm, 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 I'm not complaining. Dave, I'm not you didn't. You were the, the, the nation's Bowl. best. We're talking about having a crap offensive line. Bucks a month. I'm not having a crap offensive line. Slash backliners. Did you say record number of sacks in the in the what? Oh, uh, I did Dave? say Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the finals. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that we were talking about crap offensive line. Oh yeah, the Bengals is bad. Yeah, the Bengals <laughs> offensive line sucks. Yeah, it was bad. I just mifflin you really hard, and I'm sorry. I really No, did. it's okay. It, it's all right. it, I, I punished you for going down one path and then immediately yep. agreed with you after punishing you. That's a very mifflin yep. move by me. Yeah, I love when he does that. It's and there's bad. no counterplay to it either. No, I, you can't. Not because you have I've to defend yourself, and then right. and then it's like, what just happened? Right? You, you flip right. it around. Right. It's amazing it's, how that works. It's just absolutely impossible. Bruins um, are, well, spoiler alert uh-huh. uh, to anyone listening, plug your ears at home, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're losing 2-0, so we're sad about that. Pain. Um, yep. Not as much pain as Titans fans were in, though, this weekend, guys. Oh. Am I right, fellas? Oh. Yeah, they had a really big throw. So we were doing our picks and bands this morning during uh, during this set, yeah. and Titans had it, or 
Titans had an enormous throw game one. I think they were up like 13K. They were up huge. And threw, I think... There's something about Darda's Morgan late game that kind of always finds an in on a backliner and just pops off. Mm-hmm. And I think he did that along with Nika. And, I mean, I think as well that Cuba and Daji is just devastating late game. They always find these, like, crazy opportunities. I, wait, did they do that to... Well, oh, no, it was Leviathans. Yeah, I think it was Leviathans where Shinto was on hell and Darda's found, like, a really good stone at Solo Phoenix during yep. the regular phase. Yeah. And... I don't know, Darius just keeps finding all these ends late game. He's just he also like plays towards frontliners a lot as well, so you don't know in the team fight like if he's gonna be stunning your front line, if he's gonna be going after your back line, so both sides are like playing kinda scared. Mm-hmm. Um but they just find so many opportunities late game. I think this is also really good for that team's mental, um, since they got three would the day before to have a comeback like they did yeah. in game one. Yeah. Like that is absolutely huge for them. And I obviously I don't know their comms, but I mean, as much as I've heard about Neil's comms, I know he always he's always keeping his team in the game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just gonna shout out Neil. Shout out to Neil Ma, friend of the podcast, of course. The mm-hmm. the only Warriors this season are kind of reminding me of the Atlantis Leviathans from two years ago, where they yep. are first coming to the league. We knew that they could be good, but didn't have mm-hmm. super high expectations. And they just continually played really good team-oriented smite. And mm-hmm. I remember watching that that first year and going, wow, these guys are really good. I'm very impressed. But someone is going to punish this play style eventually. Um, and someone mm-hmm. is going to figure out, you know, what they're doing soon enough. And it never happened. You know, they didn't win Worlds mm-hmm. that year or anything like that. But... They were near the top of the league the entire season. And I feel very similarly with this Oni Warriors team. Like, if these two years, if if, la- if this performance was happening last year, I wouldn't be batting an eye about how this team is winning. Right. And, how mm-hmm. and, what, and where they are in the standings. I'd go, yeah, of course. I mean, do you look at their roster? They're insane. But the last year has just left such a, a, a taste in my mouth that... Mm-hmm. I keep thinking, like, it's it's not that it's... I keep thinking that they're going to revert back to that suit eventually. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, just, I thought I they did. I think wrong. I don't think they will. I thought they, they did for a moment at the... Because they, they started... They started their phase pretty effectively, and then they lost a couple if i remember or no they beat i think cause they beat the leviathans pretty early on mm-hmm. um and they lost to the dragons and they beat the valks and they beat the kings and they beat the scarabs and they lose to the titan yeah so it was sort of this like up and down it was after the it was after the j dragons loss you know you can't you can't totally abandon hope after just one loss but earlier on in the year it looked like they had reverted to their yeah, play I mean, style in like that one specific set. Right, they got. And I remember I was just set. like, "Oh my god!" Like, was, was the win over the Leviathans a fluke? Now, and then obviously early on, you're just gathering data, and you can't really say one way or another. But but they finished so strong, and then looked uh, outside of the three zero up against the Bolts. They they looked effective in this set, a, a good way for them to end the weekend. And they the the fact that they finished third seed technically at the end of phase one. Um, I think I'm beyond – I'm officially not 
thinking they're ever gonna like revert truly back. I mean, I I have to imagine th- this team is not immune from from rough sets. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if you get some more 2-0 stompy type sets with with these guys at some point. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be a consistent thing like it felt like it was last year. I think I think we're beyond mm-hmm. we're beyond that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just gotta train my my subconscious in order to, to follow along. Yeah, right. You know? it's just like yep. it, in the back of my head, I just keep like feeling that way. Um, the Titans, on the other hand, it's kind of like the opposite, right? We kept we keep expecting them to return to form. I do think that they will. Um, teams with Aurora and Cyclone Spin but, and Paul uh, just don't lose a lot of smite eventually, yeah. right? Yeah, I think they're getting used to Sot a bit because I think Benji has a completely different playstyle than Sot and kind of have different god pool as well and how they want to play the game. Um, so I think that they're kind of in a learning curve right now in my opinion with like what Sot wants to play and how he wants to play the map and everything. Um, but I think I think they will get better as time goes on. Um, also, I, I think the, the other people... Like you said, I don't think they're having the best time either. Like Aurora Spinner and Paul, I don't mm-hmm. think that they're having their best splits. Um, so, I, I mean, obviously this team will always be sick at Worlds. I don't think anyone will ever doubt that this team will always pop off at Worlds. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. Saw as well. I think Saw had, like, an insanely good Worlds this past year. I remember, like, his Osiris for some reason. Was that Worlds? Um, or was that, like, that Qualifiers? Was, I remember. That was Worlds, I think. Yeah, that was Worlds last year for Scarabs. Yeah, I just remember him, like, literally hard-carrying, like, disgustingly hard on yeah, Osiris. Yeah, he played super well. Um, yeah, and I think that... I think uh, Warriors draft as well is pretty sick. They keep going back to the Elevate style of, like, Double Hunter and Triple Guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that... I always like those style of drafts, because, obviously, as a backliner, you just have so much beef in front of you, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to get to you, so I always like those style of drafts. Um, yeah. I do have one thing to say. That normally, I would not say. But I've decided that I'm going to say it. Okay. Oh, no. Because normally I would say uh, and I And obviously with my new role and my new position and all that kind of stuff, I've been extra careful about the my opinions that I put out there. But I think I would say this before. Uh, so I think it's fair for me to say it now. We'll see what happens. Um, is there anything that... Nothing makes me roll my eyes faster than a team losing and then a player immediately tweeting how the game's in a bad spot. Like that, that uh, is just so like, that is instantly like, okay, you know, I get it. Your team, you didn't play well. Your team didn't play well. You didn't win your tournament. You didn't yeah. win your games. Uh, Smite's boring or whatever. Like every, yeah, no, no, I feel like every the, time I'm just like, okay, here we go. And that's, of I course, feel like the easiest counterpunch is that the enemy, the the opposing team was playing on Smite in the same state. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, I mean, I get it. It's frustration, all that kind of stuff. Everyone's allowed to, to say whatever they want to say. And of course, that's mm-hmm. not me saying that Smite's in a perfect state and is, and is absolutely flawless, but yeah, no, I agree. Always but, lame. But mind. saying it's because of the state of Smite, Yes, feels weird. I and suppose. yes, I am. It's it's no secret. Layers had a tweet about it afterwards. That uh, that was you know st- it, you can go and look at it if you like. Again, I get it. He's a competitor. He he wants to win. He didn't win. He's not happy. Understandable. Um, just always mm-hmm. makes just always makes me roll my eyes a little bit. Has since day one, um, and will continue to do so forever. Um, and that brings us to the finals. Uh, 
where the Jade Dragons kind of continued to uh, do it to them. Uh, unfortunately, Barry, you were them. Yeah, I was on the receiving end of getting it done to me. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, on that end, it is not fun. Uh, so game one, I want to say we had like another like good comeback like we had against the Warriors. I think we were down a fair bit this game, if I remember correctly. Maybe I don't remember correctly, Adam. Were we I just winning you... this game? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah. Maybe we had like yeah, a little no, comeback right. in the no, early it, mid game. It was um, <laughs> Pagon. Pagon got an, a very early kill on Ven, mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like the dragons were playing around Pagon around mid a decent bit, and that it was like slight. It wasn't massive, um, mm-hmm. but yes, there, there was a slight to medium advantage for the dragons uh, yeah. around mid, but but like for the early mid game. Yeah, looking back, we're a little down experience, but like a down like one k in gold, so it's not too too bad. Um, but I think Pagon just had like an insanely good set overall. Oh, he did. Um, he was he was kind of pogging on most of his characters, and unfortunately, uh, don't think we played well around it. Uh, I think he kind of got a lead in like most games before we could really like do much, and then. Yeah, we kind of. Yeah, I think game two. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just, it was just kind of rough across the board, you know. Uh, and then I like after game two, I started like switching up my picks a lot, just trying to like experiment to see if I can like get pressure back on the map because we were kind of losing a lot of pressure uh, every game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know it is what it is. Sometimes that just happens. Um, and then game three, I was around on her, and I had, like, an enormous lead. I was, like, 800-something gold up, and I did not get to use it literally at all, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. And uh, we just kind of lost the game. And then, also, really fun, uh, there was a team fight that game three. I got Fender bitten twice in the same team fight. That was a load of fun. That was you know, just... That, the, oh, yeah. Yes. Was it late game? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It's Bumba's Hammer late game. I I remember that. Um, and I almost I was casting it. I almost couldn't believe it. Um, it started the fight and ended the fight all in all in. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. It, it's it's Bumba's Hammer full CDR with the also with Genji's guard. So he's getting yep. Genji's procs and Bumba's Hammer procs to just pull second like flat seconds off of the CD. Uh, yep, that seems good. And then also our team fight comms were like, we have to run away. And then I'm like, like once they pop double Cthulhu, we got to like run away, you know? And uh, as an Oleron, I don't do that job very well. No. Uh, my character is kind of the opposite of run away. And also in the late game team fights, uh, I don't attack a Cthulhu for 66 plus Telkines, which mm, is not a very high number. Easy. No, <laughs> Once I once I pressed my four key and started auto attacking, I'm like, "Yep, we don't win this game because there's two of these guys and I'm hitting for 66." So yeah. uh, I my game's kind of ruined. And then you probably after just, like, that can't fight, build enough pen on Olorun, right? Like it's just not even possible for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I was in that awkward stage of like I had Hikate or Kate, whatever you say, Typhons and Telkines, and I was building into Tahuti. 
which is like a pretty decent power spike. We can get someone obviously below 50%. Right. Uh, and I was on my tier two when we took that team fight. So I was literally at the worst possible stage for so like that team fight. You're really weak. But I mean, even and, with another 10% pen, like you probably don't like that character just doesn't build pen yeah. that well. Um, yeah. That's the reason you, why I think Cthulhu was really good into him, even despite his ultimate, obviously not caring much about yours. Yeah. Yeah. With our draft, we shouldn't get to the team fight stage even. <laughs> that's mm. that's our thing, but we lost the early game. Once again, I think we lost all four early games, which uh isn't great. So we were that. in that situation. Uh unfortunately. And uh, I didn't get to use my lead, like I said, at all game three. And then game four, I'm like, he's picking Jing, so I'm just going to like slam jam in his Anami and try to get pressure back. And then we died really early against the Susano, uh, unfortunately. And I was I was just in his Anami watching a Jingwei farm equally as I am. So I am uh, kind of useless in that situation as well, because I'm an early game character that is not getting a lead against the Jingwei. So yep. uh, yeah, kind of just unlucky across the board. I mean, it happens sometimes, so I'm, like, after the set, I literally, like, didn't really care, because sometimes those games, those sets just happen, so, like, you can't, like, oh, yeah, like, I wish, like, that set or that play, like, didn't happen, but, I mean, that I've been playing comp forever, like, sometimes those plays, sometimes you just play bad, like, that, mm. it is what it is, like, that is 100% fine, um, but yeah, the good news is, is it's just the seeding land, and you're still second seed going into Masters, which is, uh, yep. you know what, what that's where that's what everyone's fighting for right now. Um, kind of the first big tournament of the year. So, if there's any, uh, if there's any best of five to lose, I suppose it's that one. And I have heard that uh, we're in the same group as Dragons. So I have no idea how it broke down, to be honest. We play like the people coming out from the other side of the bracket or something. Actually, I, don't know. Oh, no. I don't know. I think I did hear the groups. I don't know if they're out yet or if they want to like on, uh, on Wednesday, I'm going into film the format video, so I'll learn more then. But, uh, Oh, yeah, I thought I that was public. I mean, maybe no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think you've said anything that's like Lika Kuda, Lika Kuda. We love when Lika Kuda comes. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> We love when Lee Kakuda pokes his head out. We got we got to have a soundboard option. Look, I assume, I assumed it was out because you know the land's pretty soon. So you know yeah, I would. Uh, hey, I mean I don't. I, I I just assumed it was out. I'm sorry. Fair enough. If it, if uh, maybe out. it is, and we're all and we're all trolling, and maybe it isn't, and it's Lee Kakuda. It's a win-win for me either way. It, enough. Yeah, it's, it's a win-win for me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, I do, I'm sorry, Barry, that right after you uh, assume the mantle of Lee Kakuda, I now have to toss you under this bus. I don't know, I'm, I'm assuming everyone okay, saw perfect. Pagan's tweet um, of the, oh, yeah. the most first bloods and the most times first blooded. It's basically just Pagan got a lot of first bloods, then got first blooded a lot of times, and solo kills and solo kill, uh, vice versa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's pretend Ven is not your teammate for the sake of this. Decision. Oh god, you're oh, really no. doing this to me. Very. Goodness. Let's pretend Ven is not your teammate. No, no, no. But like it's it's literally nameless person 1 and nameless person 2. D- doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, except it's not, but uh, that's right. fine. Here I love go. this. Uh, how could you not okay. I think that from an outside, you know, oh, oh. from someone who's not a player. Like just 
I love it. Just the banter? Yes, of course. The Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I completely support that. I think it's really healthy for the league in general. And I think the banter is fun. Obviously, it sucks for Vin to be on the side of that. But, I mean, the same thing happened, like, against Hurry last year. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's like it goes both ways, you know. If you talk it, you got to, like, also get talked to, you right. know. that's It kind of just, you know, it happens. But, obviously, it sucks for Vin. But uh, pretty good for the league overall. I think it also makes our, like, dynamic against the Dragons way spicier for the mm-hmm. next time we play as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's just overall healthy. I will never like I grew up in the Halo COD days, so uh, I support <laughs> oh, yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah, I think it's so fun, man. This I, is tame compared to yeah. Compared look, to it's me. not it, it's not it's not personal, you know. Like it's yeah. not it's nothing about who he is as a dude or anything like that. It's just like yeah, I solo killed that guy five times this weekend. Like yep, did that yep. and and you mm-hmm. know put, pointing that out. And I think that that and I think that that's cool. And then. If Ven comes back and has a sick performance and solos in solos Daniel, I want Ven to make a tweet about it. That's yep. the way it gets more fun. Um, I mean, it Ven just gets the fans type to take it in stride. I don't, you know, I think he. He's oh yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, no one wants to see this. Like, it, I'm sure Ven was not like, "Nice, dude. I can't. This is an awesome tweet." But at the same time, <laughs> like, this. yeah, I really am glad that this is on the Twitter timeline. But at the same time, I agree. Ben's been around a long time. You know, he's he's pretty mature about this kind of stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad he didn't, like, immediately respond with something really mean and out of line or something like that. Like, yep. you just ignore it and you, you put it in the motivational chamber and you just use it and you just use it later on. You know, you use it as motivation. Yep, exactly. And I think it just, like, adds to Pagon's storyline as well. Like, he comes in the league, has a pop-off performance. Like, in Phase 1, has a pop-off performance at this land. So, like, I think that just gets Dragons fans excited, which, I mean, I I think anything that gets any fan excited is good for the league, like, healthy-wise, or health-wise, I guess. Yeah, I think that makes total sense. I mean, Pagon is, he's must-watch TV right now. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. For me, that's the player that I'm the most interested in watching week in and week out. I want to see what he and does. And he hates, he hates doing post-game interviews. And I keep telling him he's got to stop playing well and we'll stop pulling him for post-game interview. I knew for a fact yep. that, that he was going to get pulled for that. And I went out and told him, I was like, bro, you have to realize, like, if you have one more game like that, they're going to pick you for the post-game. And then that it happened. And then he complained when he got picked for the post-game. <laughs> yep. You gotta. Well, you're you got, doing it to yourself, Pagan. Yeah, right, right. Right. worse. <laughs> what are you doing? That's uh, all right. That is uh, that is definitely a problem for him, but not a problem for his team because they've all been popping off. Uh, yep. Excited stuff, man. I think uh, yep. I'm excited for the Smite Masters LAN, which uh, which should be a lot of fun. Um, all right, that'll do it overall. But of course, we got a random question of the week. Play sound clip here. You know, sounds and all that kind of stuff. I was about to do something. Like wow, that, that was a crazy but... good sound clip. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, thanks, man. Hey, um, random wow. question of the week. Yeah, no, there it is. Random question. <laughs> he did it of the week. Yeah, he said we, the thing. He said the thing. Thanks, Dave. You can just record our whole soundboard for us. That would be that would sure. be good. Um, what is my random question of the week? What? Normally, I pull something that happened to me this week that I was thinking about. What happened this week that I was thinking about? I went to a wedding. You know, weddings are good. Um, Surely there's a question about a wedding that I haven't asked. I feel like we have asked a question about weddings in the past. But now I can't 
Now I can't remember it. Um, okay, oh, here. No. Let's go with this one. When you guys attend a wedding. Yep. I already know the answer to this for Dave, but um, <laughs> that's okay. When you attend a wedding, how likely are you to get out <laughs> on the dance floor? Um, does it have to be a song that you really like? Do you have to you... have had a certain amount of drinks? I want to know what you think my answer is. Dave, I think that you are immediately on the dance floor no matter what. <laughs> I think that you are one of the first ones out there. I think you are yeah. having a great time, and I think you're encouraging everyone else to come out and dance. Uh, yeah, that's, that's very correct. I mean, I, I, think I get more energetic with person. it, of course, when I, when I have some more. Right. Uh, when I have some drinks in me. Um, but I'm also like, uh, I'll carry my first beer out to the dance floor and and kind of ride that momentum oh, yeah. um i do have a story related to wedding dancing but Please i can do. i can wait if we want to do it no, now I, or later now now it's fine who cares okay now, yeah, it's now fine. it's fine um went to a, a wedding recently with some family friends and i didn't know many people there it was like my parents uh my brother and i and then we knew the bride's the bride's parents and, and of course the the bride um and the the bride's grandmother was just kind of standing along like the outside of the dance floor just kind of watching mm -hmm. and my mom was like oh dave she'd love it like go ask her to dance like i oh, like warm her heart whatever and i'm like i've had a few in me so i'm like oh yeah sure like, I'll, I'll go pour it up <laughs> like grab her hands like pull out to the dance floor but I've, I've had too many drinks at this point not like to a horrible point but like i'm very energetic and <laughs> my mom's standing next to me thank <laughs> god so i start you know doing one of these but like way too hard i'm like i'm like i'm like starting a lawnmower with this poor old lady and my and my mom my mom grabs me she's like dave you're gonna rip her arm out of her socket like you, gotta, like you gotta slow down and in that moment i kind of like come to and i snap to and i'm like oh my god you're right and i like look at this poor old lady who i'm like shaking around on the she's like breathing heavy she's, she's like, like oh my god right luckily arms arms in socket um uh-huh um, you know, fully intact, but there there was a moment where I was terrified that I had I had I ran up totally some hospital bills. Yeah, I can totally see this happening. <laughs> it was horrific. It was 100%. horrific. Um, she remembers that night for the rest of her life. You yeah, know, come that, on, Dave. That, that was, a, that was a, yeah. a key moment in her life. Yeah. Poor poor Nana. Uh, for me, it is uh, definitely as someone who is for some reason always self conscious about their dancing and moving in general. Mm -hmm. I have to be very intoxicated to dance, mm. yeah. like even, at all. So even if even if it's like a, a family wedding or something like that, where you're like you really know everyone well, you're like, you no, still, everyone, yeah. you're like you're still one. Mm -hmm. You're still like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't. I don't want to be out there. Yep. I've got to be like plastered <laughs> to dance. Like my brain literally won't turn off while dancing. Like I'm just like freaking out the whole time. So I have to be very intoxicated. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, no, I, I definitely can't be fully sober and have a good time out on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a good dancer in any way, uh, which I'm sure is a surprise to many of you. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of shocking, but it's true. Um, Actually, no troll. I would, for some reason, I pictured you as the kind of guy that like knows a lot of dance moves. No, <laughs> God no, God no. no. That's, I'm, a that's big, kind of funny. Um, I'm a big like bottle singer. If I don't really know what to do, like if it's not like a great dance song, you know, I'm a big just like sing into mm. the beer bottle. You know, um, mm, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. Solid. I would say I would say my peak is after like a few drinks, but I, I don't necessarily need to be like 
roped out there. Um, mm-hmm. Once I once I like just once I break the the mental ice, um, I'm good to go. Yeah, but I do have more fun with a few beers in me. I'm definitely the. Uh, I definitely have to be feeling pretty good to go out there in the first place, and then as soon as a song comes on that I'm not vibing with, I'm going to get <laughs> I'm a drink. out. I'm going, I'm to, going get to the drink. bar, <laughs> uh, and I'll make use of my time. I'll go and get the drink, uh-huh. and I'll drink a lot of it. Uh, and then as soon as a song comes on that I like, I'm back out there. Do you have a song? I don't. You've yeah. been trying to close the show for like 20 minutes. I'm sorry. Do you have That's a okay. song that like? Because I have a specific story in mind when I ask this, mm-hmm. where like if you're at the bar getting a drink, a song comes on and like you're immediately back out there. Because I have like one wedding song. Um... I love so many wedding songs, but there, there's one that I have that um, you know yeah. either I request it to the DJ every time, or if I hear it, it, it pulls me out immediately. Yeah, um, there is one. Unfortunately, the artist is a horrible human being. Oh uh, no! <laughs> but I feel like it's <laughs> probably more common than it isn't. If Ignition Remix comes on, I'm out yeah. there. Oh, that's a great one. Uh, it's just such a good dancing song. It is. You're it's right. It's so good. Um, Bear is looking You're a Cupid Shuffle show. fan? Yep. No, uh, dude. We, we were all doing the Cupid Shuffle. The whole dance floor is doing it. I'm on the edge, and I'm getting like <laughs> squeezed like, into run the into. wall whenever we're going one of the four directions. <laughs> like, turning it's the wrong fine. way. It's too long, okay? Yeah, it's it too long. long. The you Cupid do it a Shuffle few times. should be a minute and a half long. Um, yeah. and no longer that's, uh, it doesn't need to be any longer than that, but you know, it's not the worst thing ever. Um, it's not cotton eye Joe, uh, <laughs> but it's like fine. Right. What did, did you have a, what about you or yours, Dave? You said you did. Oh yeah. Something. Right. Um, so it's, it's, well, th- this could go on for 15 minutes. This is a layered story. I'll tell you the oh, actual wow. answer. And it's just, it's the higher love Kygo and Whitney Houston remix. Hmm. Um, if you haven't heard it, it's great. Fantastic uh, dance song. Lots of great singing. It has to do with love, things like that. Um, now I forget the the uh, like the the actual singer's name. He was back in like my parents' college days. Um, and my dad went to college in Ohio. Oh, Steve Winwood was the OG guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom would change the lyrics to "Bring Me Ohio Love" whenever she was going to visit my dad. So it actually has oh, a very cute, cute backstory. Uh, but then the Whitney Houston remix and, and with Kygo is just, uh, I don't know. There's something about it that it just, I, I was at a wedding, one of my friends, and I requested it like an hour ago, and it finally came on, and I just ordered a red wine, and I have a white shirt on, and I can't you know dance with a full red wine. So I put the entire cup back and sprint onto the dance floor yeah. and have a great time. That's awesome. And then I like, get heartburned later. Like, right. once, I, once I tone down. Instantly. Um, yeah, you're not feeling yep. good after that. Bear, any songs that will coax you out there or no? No, considering I'm much more of like a mosher, you know, if it's like, you know, if we're like a metal show or like a rock show, I will be jamming the literally entire time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if I'm at a wedding, I will be not dancing unless I am very drunk. Yeah, we did. uh, at this wedding. uh, (laughs) My friends who were getting married, they're huge Pokemon fans. And there was like a very nice, very classy, like Pokemon undertone theme to the whole wedding, uh, but not like, you know, this is weird sort of feeling. Um, But they did play the Pokemon theme song, and that was an absolute blast. We were just all out there, completely (laughs) hammered, like screaming the lyrics and dancing along. Oh, it was was so much fun. It was was very much uh, a good time. 
Um, it also reminds me, okay, this is the last story I swear before, before we call it. Um, it also reminds me of at Pretty Hair's wedding. Um, <laughs> it was out, uh, it was, it was on Lake Lanier and the reception was held on like a floating dock, basically. Um, you know, like a big, like you had to walk along a dock and then it was this big rectangle, you know, with enough room for a bunch of, we you know everyone ate and then there was a dance floor in the middle and it was really, really cool. And we are big fans of uh, Will Smith's version of Prince Ali from the Aladdin, yeah. the recent Aladdin remake. And we played that and it was literally the most fun thing I'd ever seen at, at a wedding where like instantly everyone was just, it was a very small wedding. It was only like 30 people because of the middle of COVID and everyone was just like dancing and like we all formed the circle and we were like yep. stomping <laughs> along to the song and the whole the whole place is literally God. bouncing because it's out on the water. Um, I can just see, I can just see Pretty Hair losing it to that dude, song. I don't know why. That's just such a, a Nick key, song, like such right? a Keo song. It's a Keo you know, song. Like... And Dave, listen to this. We're in the circle, right? It's his wedding. You know, he's the groom. Yeah. And at the end, as the song is ending, he like breaks off into the middle and starts break dancing in the <laughs> middle of everybody. And it's perfect. He does like yeah. the spin and like the leg yeah, it's his twist moment. and everything. That's his moment. And I'm like, yeah. Nick, when did you learn how to break dance? And he's like, that's the first time I've ever done that. Yeah, right. So I, I guarantee that would have been the first time he ever tried it. Right? He never he tried it before. He's like, it. the moment just felt right. And it was perfect. Like, <laughs> Nick is just the most perfect human on the whole planet. Yeah. He has yeah. no right to be nice. And he's like the nicest no. guy of all time. I yeah. hate him, man. Not just I hate that guy I, for I being so him. great. I love him with all my heart. Um... All right, thanks everyone for listening to the Backliners. Dave, thanks for watching my dog this weekend. And then come oh, on the sure. podcast on Monday. You kind of did double duty. This hey, week. all good. Happy to do it. Love that. Your, go go brew. Your, your payment money got me a nice package of ground beef. So thank you very much. Love and that'll that. get me wow. gains in the gym. Love that. Gains in the gym. That's what we're all about. <laughs> that's a for, lot. Except for me and Barra who don't go to the gym. Wait, Barra, are you going to the gym again? Because I'm not. Uh, yeah. Okay. I am. All right, Bear, that's, uh, what, yeah. that's what well, well, Dave and Bear no, are about. For your argument, for your argument, uh, no, I, I'm with you, you know. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, what yeah, Dave's about, yeah, yeah. not what the podcast's about, you know. We're here yeah, about... Yeah, that's so embarrassing. ...gaining money in the in the bank account because you switched to Mint Mobile and you went to mintmobile.com slash backwires for premium Got all the ground beef I could buy. So much ground beef, Dave. That's all the ground beef you need, and you're going to be squatting 426 and 526 in just a few days. I'll be there so soon. There it is. Thanks everyone for listening. Give us a rating. Go to mintmobile.com slash backlines, all that kind of good stuff. We'll see you next week or whenever we do the show. It'll probably be next week, I think. Who knows what's going on? Not me. Barra, you know what to do. <laughs> Bye. Good recovery. You, I saw you laughed right beforehand and you were still able to get in the zone. Yeah, I've been pretty clean with it lately. I'm kind of I think you should off. mess one up soon. Oh, okay. Wait, just like voice crack or what? Because I can voice crack on command. <laughs> voice so, crack, yeah. cough in the what? middle of it. Use the wrong word or something. Uh, yeah, any of those. That would that would be good. I could I could add a good bite as to like a finalizing one. You know. Mm, we'll mm. Okay, not a bad like, idea. Good goodbye. Or I could do it. In, okay, sorry. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.